<laughs> I'm sorry, John. If you're listening, this is the cleaned up version of Bodega Nights. <laughs> Hi, my name is Martin. We got known. That was the first voice you heard. The guy laughing in the background is Chow. The one staying silent trying to get his together is Miko. Welcome hey back, guys. Miko. How you been? Um, and we're going to talk about the good, etymology yeah. of the tank top. <laughs> we we'll yep. the full. I think we'll it the with full the episode um, for patrons on Patreon or something, dude. <laughs> yeah, we are very help sorry us for you, patrons. And be for this. a monthly patron. That's patreoncom channel 14 But we'll tell that in the end of this episode. It's going to be like the supporter so, show, the where we oh have the beginning of this episode. Oh my god, guys! The, uh, guys, welcome to Bodega Nines in the Philippines. Mine just passed nice. by. And might I just mention, nice. the nice. full version of this particular podcast will come with an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you gotta be a monthly patron, guys. Be a monthly patron. How was your Final Fantasy VII Remake playthrough going, Nico? Is it done? Have you finished the game? <laughs> what happens on Bodega Nights stays on Bodega uh, actually, <gasps> game's going pretty good. Uh, actually, now doing the English run. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You did a Japanese run and then an English run. I mean, I understand Japanese, so I kind of figured it was written Japanese. It'll probably make more sense. And I will say it makes far more sense in Japanese than it does in English. Oh. Okay. The English script tried. Hey, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's some things um, either like, I, this is awkward, but I get what's going on. Is there a Japanese... <laughs> Uh, di- dialogue and an English sub option. Yeah, that's actually what I did yeah. first because I want to see if it will translate correctly. That is not the case. Like some characters will be very different in Japanese compared to English. Uh, you're talking oh about the God. English dub versus the Jap dub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. But again, I get where they're coming from because in the English, well, in English, it's not really a contextual language. We can actually understand English uh, out of the context, basically, more often than not. In Japanese. If it's out of context, it makes no sense whatsoever. There are phrases that you can just say within the time frame that, oh, I get what you're saying. You say it in the air time, I have no idea what you're trying to tell me now. Ah. It's that sort of thing. It's like in Japanese, you'll say some things that you can quote-unquote misunderstand or take the different way, which yeah, it can happen. You just have to look at the situation and, oh, okay, I get what you're saying. In English, it's not the same thing, so they have to be a bit more obvious, I guess, with some statements. But Ooh. for some characters, it didn't translate okay. well. Like for Jesse. In Japanese, like, oh, she has interest in Cloud. Like, hey, this is an insane guy. I want to know more about him. In English, it's more like, I want the D. Yeah, I want C's D. C's D. It's like, ah, this seems very unusual. The same way some characters, uh, the English script is fine, but you see, like, the animation, the way the character acts, the so-called kawaii wave moving, doesn't seem to line up or match up very well to the actual spoken dialogue. Damn. So now that you mention it, I'm actually doing a Persona 5 Royal run and I'm using the Japanese audio first in my first playthrough. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll notice some slight differences that just yeah. the English one cannot go. I mean, I don't blame it. It's a different language. The same way, there's some characters that in the French dub they sound better, some the German dub it sounds better. I'll have oh, to say, Shinra of, uh... sounds better in German. <laughs> Yeah, we mentioned that in a previous episode. And have you made it to the part where someone brought a steel chair? My God! Oh, Welcome gosh. I mean, that's pretty early. <laughs> well, I guess it's not that early in. But that's, I think, chapter 8 or 7? Chapter 8 or 9? 
But yeah, it's... I'm happy it became a meme because also in Persona 5 Royal, Makoto has a steel chair spot too. Oh gosh, the <laughs> fan base right now just wants that to be like a DLC weapon right now. Is the steel chair. The steel chair. <laughs> and so again, Martin trying so hard not to make this jobber talk. <laughs> so from uh, chair beating... Norm, let's go to the etymology of your beating. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Jogger Talk fans are missing the content. Just so you know, Martin is doing it too. <laughs> to just piss people off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we turn off our videos, dude? Just to like say bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because oh, sure. it's Turning getting really video. skippy. <laughs> oh, skippy! I love that peanut butter brand. <laughs> Is that a peanut butter brand? <laughs> Did you ever uh, things? Did you ever like have the that, that Mandela effect thing where like your Jif peanut butter you remember is Jiffy? Wasn't there Jiffy peanut nah. butter? The the one I remember mostly is Skippy and the one we have uh, the la the local peanut butter the one with the green label Lanny's Lanny you know what I mean? Fateful fourteen. If uh, you sorry. know what Martin means, I don't know. Comment. <laughs> On wherever we post this on. Comment. Uh, but yeah, my favorite's always the smooth, but are you guys more of the uh, crunchy peanut mm, butter? Nope. Yep. How about you, Miko? I'm not really a peanut butter kind of guy. Are you more of a jelly peanut butter <laughs> guy? <laughs> jam, jam guy, what jam is guy, this guy, conversation devolved to? This is not one of those conversations for fetishes, Martin. <laughs> Welcome to hey, Bodega Nights hey, 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 Peanut hey, Butter hey. Edition. In my defense, the girls from Survivor, the Australian Outback, were not talking about peanut butter. They were talking about chocolate. I'm talking about peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sh- Oh, sh- Never mind. <laughs> how was your, uh, oh, yeah. what's it, man? How was your, um, what's how's your, my sur- sur- yeah, how's your, um, goat head thing? Uh, doesn't need to matter anymore because I called in the super, in- not much nicotine. Good choice. Uh, the problem right now is the effing laundry mat. Like, for the second time, they turned my white underwear into freaking pink. It's funny because I have white t-shirts and nary did it bleed. Damn it. And for some reason, for something that you have to separate in the wash, they always make it effing pink. So I let them bleach it. Still didn't do. Still didn't work. So I'm telling them tomorrow again, effing bleach it again, you idiots. Fix this. Yes, that's my Karen voice. Martin gets... This dude, like, you, you snitched on your neighbor. That's his revenge. Hell, hell yeah. Snitches, snitches get, get stitches. stitches, dude. I already get stitches here. I didn't even snitch. So these stitches need a reason to happen. And I made it happen. Well, on the bright side, Martin, of all the things to turn pink, at least it's the thing that few people will ever see. Do you I have, like, a back to the top. <laughs> I'm pissed off if the white shirt became pink in the future as well. Especially wait, wait. if it's the one I need for my work. Wait. So I'm like telling them, they better not do this again, especially when the work comes back here because we're required to wear white long sleeves. And I never had a red or pink thing that was part of the load in the first place. So I was like saying, what the hell's happening again? They probably mix... Oh, dude, that's, that's terrible. They probably mix your laundry with like another... Uh, with like another batch and just sort of split it up, right? Like there, there are laundry places that do that, right? Yeah, I'm just glad they do the service for. <laughs> no, no wonder you get <laughs> crap like service, dude. At yeah. least you still thin your no, clothes. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I I paid for it, but 
they do the bleaching for free. How did it become red, pink. dude? Uh, rather no, pink or whatever. Idiots. Like you don't have any like red clothes or whatever. You didn't have anything red that you had for that batch of laundry. Right? I didn't. Yeah, and I separated them, and it's like it's so Maybe stupid, like- man. It's so dumb. I mean, that's why right now what I'm doing, like on the weekends, whatever load of underwear I have, I'll just hand wash in like a few hours after this recording on a Sunday morning or after. Thanks to those idiots. I'd rather wash it myself now. Yeah, man. Hand wash your or underwear. Or just buy pink underwear. That way it it's won't matter. <laughs> Actually. I mean, not really sees it, in fairness. <laughs> I, like Norm's, I like Norm's work around better, man. Just so that there's uniformity Actually, from now on, Norm, uh, from now on, Martin buys pink underwear. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Out of spite. Out of yes. Hey, wash this. This better be white. Comes back white, <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my plan is working. <laughs> reverse psychology. <laughs> yes, a reverse psycholo psychosis. Psychosis. Did you know just, what I mean? Did we just lose Norm's internet connection? What? No, I'm here. No. All right, cool. No, he's there. I thought he's I thought there. you like dropped out. <laughs> I am also here. Dropped out. So oh. Miko had a birthday recently. Where did you come You're from? getting older, man. Yeah. What's it feel like in quarantine? Yeah. Oh, it feels like Sunday every day. <laughs> uh, my birthday was nice. I uh, decided to travel a bit. I went to the living room, uh, checked out this place called the kitchen, and then I decided to check out this uh, check out nature. Went out to the front door. <laughs> really nice. Okay. Pushing so how the is this there. um this kitchen? This is something that's like. I haven't seen in a while, like maybe just this morning. Oh, the kitchen's pretty interesting. I mean, set up like one of those Korean barbecues. They have the fire there, the, all the meats <laughs> raw, and you cook it yourself. Oh, man, that's not. Yeah, I want to get an air fryer, but it's too small for me. <laughs> and if you can oh, get one oh. of those like Instapots, those are great. Speaking of last week, if you guys were listening to last week's episode, um, thank you, Norman Zhao, for convincing me to get that 30 AI Steam card at the grocery. I now bought Stardew Valley. Oh, oh you're God, in Stardew. Be I have been playing that. I've been playing Stardew mm. with my girlfriend for the most of the quarantine. Nice. So like uh It's the PlayStation Center answer to Animal Crossing. <laughs> or uh <laughs> No no, it's the PC's answer to Animal Crossing. And uh it's like a revival of the Harvest Moon. It re- it gives me Harvest Moon vibes. I mean man. it pretty much like, it, it is Harvest Moon. It's just you know, more indie, I guess. I don't like how it's not cro- uh, can't, you can't do cross-platform because I just realized it's also on mobile devices now. it's on Switch it's on console it's Ooh. on PC and apparently mobile now but you cannot play nice. with each other cross-platform but apparently you can play with each other like PC PC console console right now what we're doing right now is PC PC and wow it was a blast to pass uh, we connected via IP like address it's been so long since I've ever tried to connect to a LAN game via IP address Damn, so Speaking of uh, Modern times Call for Classic solutions <laughs> So yeah, that IP thing uh, Have you guys been playing Nam recently? I've been seeing invites But I'm stuck doing work <laughs> I've been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare And they brought back One of the most classic maps Ooh. Backlot Backlot it Yes, is Call of Duty's D-Dust huh? It was over over. Over. Oh, play it was fun the back, uh, backlog banditry was in full swing. Uh, played the first game, ended with 200 to my team, zero for the other team. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a massacre. Uh, for okay. some reason, I don't know if it was intentional, but 
apparently everyone in my team must have been just old because we knew this map like the back of our hand and the other team had no idea what this map was. So for most of the game, they were complaining that the, match, the map was unbalanced. Because obviously, is. like, they're dying too quick. <laughs> not, not really. If you know where to go, it's not an unbalanced map. Sort of. Uh. Sometimes. <laughs> Except for that tiny core in the back, which really, really sucks. Yes. <laughs> what are you saying? The, the remaster? Yeah, the Modern Warfare. It's, right, yeah. I won't call it a remaster. I would say it's a okay. remake, reboot, because it's a slightly yeah. different story. You have new characters, but they change characters. Like, Gaz is not Gaz anymore, at least the original Gaz. The like, original right. Gaz was this British, like this white British fellow. Now yeah. he's a black British fellow. <laughs> oh my god, they're running out of story. So he's a dude <laughs> playing a dude disguised as a dude. But it's pretty interesting, and so far with the Warzone thing, They've been adding and expanding the lore, which is kind of cool, oh but God. it's like yeah. they add five minutes of lore every season. So in total, we have an additional 20 minutes of lore because we're about to enter season four, which is actually season five, because we started season zero, not season one. So it's like Warframe. Oh, my God. Kinda yeah, like except Warframe. you're not farming oh, loot. Playing... You're paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Warframe, I'm having trouble adjusting to late game builds because I now have to think about it because <laughs> I finally found the Kuva Lich, Miko, like oh. the, the Murmur Requiems. Ah. Oh my god, it's so hard. Yeah, when you hit the point of the game where, oh no, thought is required. This is bad. So people who yes. haven't heard of Warframe, it's a free game on uh, PC and PlayStation and you get to play as robot ninjas in who space. Farms, so it's, who farms so like Ninja robots in space. With no stealth. Yes. I mean, you could be uh, stealthy. Hey, I can stealth. Yeah, you can. But, you know, stealth is optional, and you know how that goes. Yeah, I mean, yep. their definition of stealth is if nobody's left alive, then nobody saw you coming. I mean, it's oh my true. God, Miko, <laughs> um, if you were to tell me last year I'd be playing a Vauban Prime here, I'd be laughing because I hate Vaubans. But now I love Vaubans because of their... Uh, they're uh, AI-controlled balls that will stun and, like, electrify <laughs> your enemies. And those uh, tether balls that you throw and they get punctured. Oh, yeah, dude. Cr- or those blue balls that can capture them mid-air. So tell us more about these balls. <laughs> Are they normal? I don't know. From yes. the gutter to the start? <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, yes. My play through my playtime of Vauban no. went from the gutter to non-existent to the stars. Now it's up there with my Oberon and my Rhino. So endgame content for Warframe is basically grind out your crowd control skills and bring out your crowd control. Yeah. I mean, Warframe at this point I learned is it's a game of grinding, <clears throat> honestly. Or or you could just pay to win. Oh yeah, I mean that's that too. I could smash you with my wallet. Yeah, <laughs> which is one thing I am happy about so in uh, Call of Duty. Uh, there are there is a lot of content you pay for, which I actually pay for because it's actually pretty cool content. It's still not pay to win. Like just buying these things don't give you any real advantage. What content in Call of Duty do you play? F- play pay for? Uh, it's just pretty much like oh, sk- yeah. uh, blueprints for guns to change the gun skins, uh, vehicle skins, character models. Uh, though I will say. There is one character model that I feel that's a little cheaty in the weirdest way. Height smaller. Uh, it is pretty much... Uh, it's one of the female... Because pretty much the female male characters are all wearing full equipment. You have vests, you have all your tactical equipment. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. standard. Uh, there is one character, Mara, who's uh, based off Alex Zedra. She's a shooter on Instagram. Uh... Okay. She in her in the latest battle pass, which is what they call like the packs for every season. 
if you pay for the battle pass, which I think it's like 10 bucks or something, uh, you can unlock her quote-unquote minimalist skin. Which is pretty much just her without the vest and equipment and just wearing pretty much the tank top she wears for, like, in her normal videos. And it has become such a strange advantage in some game types that people are considering maybe we can't allow this in tournament because it gives you that half-second pause because you realize there's a... Like, oh, it's a lady. Then you get shot. I have used that to my advantage so many times so far. It works great. <laughs> That's probably the closest thing to pay to win or just the whole, if I make my skin look cool, I'll play better. But beyond that, it, it's not... I like how win. it's like psychological warfare. And like, distract your opponents. Give you that half-second advantage. Oh, yeah. Heck, I may have one character that just looks like a swamp demon. Uh, it does not make people <laughs> hesitate to fire them. It will like shoot you even more. <laughs> Wait, Swamp Demon? Oh, you mean the one that we see the skin in the old COD? Like the all all grassy gnolly Oh, yeah, thing? yeah. It's all, you're all gillied up, except I literally have a demon mask on my face. Okay. It's kind of great because you you are super stealthy. But yeah, the second you like pop out and someone sees you, they just empty every magazine they have into you thinking, Oh, dear God, what are nice. you? You have to die. It's So you look like that spirited away character. Eh, something like that. But no, it's great. But yeah, it gets you killed a lot. So... I guess there's a fair thing to it. It's kind of makes you hit, especially in the quote-unquote battle royale mode. But honestly, like the yeah. I've hit the weird point in the game where I have super like a uh, technical stuff. It like looks realistic. I build it the same way I build like my proper f- rifles. Then I have like my absolute weebish guns ever. I have like gone like full weeb with some of my builds. I have like the Uwuzi, which is amazing. I have like the anime blasters, and I have a sem- senpai semi. Yeah, I hit that point of the game where, okay, I'm just going to have the lols now. So I drive around with Battle oh, Royale <laughs> with a pink truck, a pink shotgun, and the Uzi. It's amazing. I die every time. It is amazing. The first time I drove it out, I saw two teams fight each other. They saw me, called peace, and tried to murder me. So basic diplomacy then. Call uh, peace and try to murder you after. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was amazing. I saw these two guys, these two teams really actively fighting. I drive by with the uh, pink truck with the uh, white shoes <laughs> on the side. Both teams just like stopped, looked at me, and just started firing rockets at me. Pretty I am normal the reaction. <laughs> I am. It's like, no, no, that man, really? he must die first. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, it's so far a good game, and I'm surprised they actually really listen to the uh, community. They're not, yeah. I mean, they sure they'll push things for like the cash and all, but. They actually listen, they actually fix uh, balance issues, they fix a lot of things. It's kind of weird to say that it's amazing to see a developer actually pay attention to its customers, but hey, it's a nice change. And yeah, so far looking for Season 4, which should be coming out by June. I don't know if I'll still be in lockdown then, because right now, because of lockdown, I have unlocked pretty much every single thing that game has to offer to the point I got bored. But hey, Stardew! So uh, now, Stardew. oh, you guys, you should try Stardew Co-op. It's um, it's amusing. This is what we have to resort to to keep our sanities because now we have to resort to digital means to keep our social lives alive. Yeah, Stardew's fun. Like the Stardew oh, Co-op, yeah. you have the option to be like you know everyone has their own cash, or you can be a communist empire. It's pretty interesting. What? Uh, what was that last part? Apparently, <laughs> uh, start to go up. There's two modes. You can play. Everyone has their own cash, or everyone's cash gets pooled into one place. 
I love plunder. Just saying, I love it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Right. It's it, it's the easiest way to level up in uh, the free mode. If you know what plunder is, I have the it's free the mode. mode for uh, the Call of Duty Warzone because Warzone by itself is free for download. It's a massive download. I think it's over 100 gigs easily. Dang. But yeah, they yeah, have Battle man. Royale and it, Plunder. It, it and I love me, how Plunder is like... It took me overnight. Plunder's basically, hey guys, I heard you like looting. What if we give you a game that's just about looting and nothing else? I mean, you can kill each other, but the whole point is the loot. That is what Plunder you mean basically like, is. You mean like our government? Heck, heck, heck. <laughs> <laughs> but you get some amazing cinematic moments in Plunder more than like a... Uh, uh, more than Battle Royale just because when you are the top player the entire server knows who you are and just tries to hunt you down so you have some amazing chase sequences like I had an amazing chase where I was driving with uh, my team and we were being chased by three ATVs a helicopter while being sniped at by a bunch of snipers it was like a what movie was that? Insane Explosions Everywhere probably you know had robots too that one is amazing <laughs> so, kind listeners, if you're still listening, please subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> support our channel, <laughs> and thanks for listening to this episode of Third World Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, with things going on, I will probably be making more content probably in the future. Just need to set up my computer a bit more. Because right now, my computer is set up halfway to a streaming thing. The half part being it's Wait. great for games, the other half just can't stream. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, so you're just halfway there. Are we living on a prayer? Uh, we're halfway there. Oh, oh, copyright strike now. <laughs> uh, we almost I mean, did I've been, the I've been looking into maybe building my own video kind of thing. But I've, I don't know. Maybe, norm? But it's like doing the math of yes! it. It's like, this is usually going to cost more than 50k. And I don't know if I have that much money. To spend on this <laughs> I mean right now bartering seems to be the end thing based on uh, what I'm seeing on the internet like money is becoming the thing of the past what I'm seeing oh crap I, is that happening also in Manila where like uh, for some reason like down here uh, people start bartering but apparently it's because of that random thing we're saying oh we're gonna start taxing online sales so people want Oh yeah, we're gonna trade our goods like the old days. It's worth this much in pesos, but if you Man, have something Corona's... of equal value, maybe we can just trade and avoid the tax. Man, Corona's weird. I didn't think we'd hit bartering this quickly, and not for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because of an economic crisis. Oh, yeah, that's it's bartering. because of taxes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And Taxation to quote our friend theft. Zhao... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, nice time. I mean, with this admin, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, heck, we have two months of planning. Mostly, got it. What you yes. got? Nothing. Got it. Okay, guys, go go. To we plan got C, over a D, billion D, dollars What's in loans. Bar- yeah. What's the plan? Nothing. I, I mean, guys, the plan is you cut all of our budget of this year by half. Where do we put it? I don't know, but let's say it's to response to COVID thing, and we'll have less budget now. Okay. I have a theory on that, man. I think the government spent too much money on handouts. Yeah, I will oh, agree to the, that. Ayuda, Ayuda. Yeah, I got to. I mean, what, didn't they try to do like a third round of handouts? Like, yeah. If you're wondering where the coronavirus response money went to and why it didn't go to testing, it was... um. 
how do we put this? How do we put this in a nice way? It was early vote buying. That yes. Oh right. That 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 made people yeah. look. That made your politicians look really good, right? Hey, you're a voter in this district. You are fairly indigent. Here's five thousand pesos. Give me your support. Or up to eight thousand. This 000. is coronavirus. Yeah, or up to eight thousand. So if you're wondering where that was, it like how however many billion pesos went. Um, if you look at the number of people that are living on or below the poverty line in the Philippines, multiply that by five to eight thousand. The however many billion that they got for the coronavirus response wouldn't cover just the handouts. Yep, that's true. Wow, that's nice maths, man. Oh, that was yeah, terrible math. The math major. <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> math on a national scale. The I mean, uh, yeah. The risk. I mean, the worst you could do is like. But boy, are we yeah, bad. The worst you could do is like to make it like a one hundred percent chance or thirty three point three percent chance of winning. See Joe at sacrifice. Oh, sorry. That's standard math. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, actually the thing that I think really got broke the camel's back for a lot of people was when it went down to okay, we followed your thing, we did what you say, we stayed at home, we did all this. So what's the plan? Oh, we oh. got nothing. Uh, can you guys take care of it? Yeah. I see. Huh? Yeah, the private oh. sector. Okay. <laughs> it's like so but- you didn't let us do business for two months. Took away this thing, got away this thing, didn't reduce taxes, increased some things, and now we're footing the bill. Yes, and if you don't do it, we'll somehow blame you. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> right. And, and you I guys would like can't- to think that that, yeah. and and I would like to think that a lot of that had to do with government handouts. Yes, we. Yep. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Like and passing I- the buck. Right, passing the buck to the private sector to do we, a lot of the testing. Yeah, we're in yeah. this recession. You mean the stuff that money was supposed to be used for? Yeah, but then, at, but then at the same time, imagine the storm that would have happened when people were losing their jobs because of the lockdown, and the government decided to spend all of its money on PCR tests. <sighs> the thing is, like, okay, we've yeah. done tests. So what's the next step? Oh, <laughs> like that's the you worst part. Us, like, sure, okay, you're positive. Now what? Ah uh, no! I'm um, trying not well, to die. Well, currently we're in that weird okay. position where we will survive. The private sector is going to and bail out the government on the private testing. You see, taxation right. is theft. But um, yeah. I, amen. But you can't write off write that off as a tax exemption. The whole emergency testing for my own employees thing. <laughs> you can't be exempted from taxes by doing that. <laughs> yeah, but um, Cebu though, like, what, what is what is our thing in Cebu City? It's it's contact trace and um, isolate. Yep. Which is honestly then something there's... we should have done like two months ago. But yep. like at least there's something that's sort of trying to yeah, sector by sector, locality by yeah. locality, kind of test it. If you're clean, you're good. You can go back to work. But that's the thing. Like, if you're not, like, what happens? Like, what's the next plan? Because we really don't have enough medical facilities to even handle well, now you're, things before corona. I imagine the best worst case scenario is you're quarantined at home. You're you're not allowed to leave at all. And none of your family members can leave either. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. some of the areas where their heart is hit? Like, that home is filled with, like, 10 other people. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, um, yes. Oh, man. It's really... It's, it's, it's not an easy problem to fix. 
I don't envy the people in government because the um, because the easy solution to that would be move everybody out. Yes. Quarantine Island. It'll be like Battle Royale, but real life. Winner gets I mean, a cure. Like, they get <laughs> We look at um, we look at the we look at the different challenges of Cebu City and Cebu Province, right? Um, in Cebu Province, social distancing isn't that much of a problem because your population there is so much density, distance between them. Yeah, there's so much distance between them, anyway. So what what do we do? Um, the easiest thing to do, really, would be to take all of the very densely populated slum areas in Cebu City, um, forcibly remove people from their houses, and let them stay in the province or let them stay in you know um, the less densely populated parts of Cebu I mean that's what so, sort of what they're trying to do with Manila right like there, there is this big thing to try to get people to move out of Manila finally I mean I'm just uh, waiting for someone to just like say quarantine island that's quarantine island yeah, yeah the know, Chinese already took that over Right, like that's the that's the, that would be, that would be the easy thing to do, but like you can't really do that in good conscience, can you? You can't forcibly remove yeah. people from their homes. <laughs> I mean, that's we're not forcibly removing; we're just moving into a quarantine facility for their safety. <laughs> oh man! Although I think that's how have, governments do it, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure about. Um, I'm not sure about how things are in Vanilla, but. How's our, um, our healthcare facilities, for the most part, haven't been overflowing. Oh my god, I'm the only I'm the only Manila representative in this group. AJ, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> like we don't have. I, I left Mandaluyong to Brazil. <laughs> we, we don't have like mass grave problems and stuff in Cebu. Isn't that a Davao oh, news item? Yeah. The mass grave. Yeah, but. <laughs> Um, in Brazil, there's a lot of mass graves, but not in Brasilia. But there is a lot of mass graves going on down south. Does that have to do with Corona or cartel? A, a little, little bit, bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly now it's Corona, so I mean, we can't blame the cartel, the or, corona the, cartel. or the mafia. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I know you guys are listening. Don't kill me. This is just a joke. It's awful. Obviously, Corona. Yes, Corona. Oh, yes, Corona. Since in the past ma, 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 ma. years. Yes. yes. Corona. <laughs> if you guys don't know or get a hold of me in the next few weeks, I think you know why now. <laughs> they found your s- Yes. <laughs> and the goat head. And Skip Bayless. <laughs> but I've heard they're talking about a second lockdown, or is that just weird rumor milling? No, no. Where? In Manila? Yeah. In Brazil? Or no, any part like of in the Manila. globe? No, they, they, they've been uh, oh. kind of... Mulling the idea of another lockdown should we experience another sp- a further spike in pos- in 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 COVID cases, which is weird because you don't know how many cases were in the first wave. Yeah. If they say we're in a second wave now, so I mean, you can't say it's ah, uh, it's it's, well, a, it's a failure in logic. It's a, se- a second lockdown is possible. What I'm thinking is if that does occur, I am assuming civil unrest will just be at its highest. Oh, yes. Yeah. Probably. I mean, like in Cebu, our version of civil unrest at this point is, I see there's coding for the vehicles. No. And it starts yeah. with that. Well, they already got military personnel stationed at key checkpoints in the metro, so... In, like, thing everywhere. Is, though, 
The, that's the thing, Whoa. though. Like, the manpower is not Whoa. infinite. The, what people don't realize is how much manpower we lose daily because some people also get sick. Because, guess what? They are frontliners. Yeah, With PPs, yes. that aren't always great. So, we are losing, I don't know how many frontliners per day. Just because, oh, you're sick now. We can't let you go out. So, at some point, people will be overstretched. And my biggest worry is that if there's a second lockdown Manila is people will start either protesting, rioting, whichever, then they'll panic, oh god, we need more frontliner military or police here, and suddenly all the other is like, hey, there's many cops here. Anarchy! Well, they're not wrong. Anarchy! They're trying yeah. to ease... Right? Yeah, it's, it's a difficult problem to solve, because, you know, you got people who cannot afford to stay in quarantine, so the government is like, alright, some of you can go back to work, and the moment they get to back to work... More COVID cases come up because infected. surprise, surprise, a lot of them are infected and they don't know. Well, here's yeah. here's the solution to that: just open up the economy, and if people die, people die. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, some point, some like countries are going doing to here. It's a solution, yes. <laughs> master solution. I see dies. Sure. What about a master solution? Is it the final solution? Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it is a yeah. solution. But yeah, it is a complicated thing, and honestly, there is no proper way. It is case-to-case bank, whereas I'm, I'm assuming whatever would work in Manila might not work here in Cebu just because, dear God, your density up in Manila is insane. Yeah. Like, last time I checked the figures, was 72 people per square meter. I was wondering, how oh does that God. even work? They, we stack them up on top of each <laughs> other. Like, new... Like new di- like New oh Delhi is number two at 34. You step on the person's shoulders and that way you can stack 72 people on top of each. <laughs> it's... Uh... As soon as I saw it, like... I mean, if I cough, I infect the whole barren guy in one go. Pretty much. You are super spreaders by just circumstance. So how many do you spread to? Oh, I just went outside and boom, everyone's I mean, sick. I mean, even simple as like just being in an apartment. People don't realize... If one of your apartment members is sick, there's a good chance all of you will be sick. Why? You all use the same lift. You all use the same staircase. You all use the same doors. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not wrong. So that's one thing. I don't know. Because with our density issues, it just makes no sense. Because there's some areas I saw, oh, how are these guys surviving? Because there's some areas that have done zero lockdown and are doing perfectly fine. It's like, okay. This, how this is really... It's... it's Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> problem that density. has never been addressed because, you know, it, it was far easier to... Keep most most business, most progress in in one smaller location than to decentralize it over different provinces. You know, so you're saying we yes. just kept all our eggs. In I mean, one it's, it's a, here. you know, if, ah. if I may, <laughs> sorry, if I may get a little bit political here. <laughs> one of the I'll one of the it. reasons, <laughs> one of the reasons I'm so disappointed uh, with our president is because. Of his um, platform of decentralization, that was and then when <laughs> that was the big reason I, I that was the big reason I supported him when the election um, in, in the previous election because of the mm-hmm. promise of decentralization. Yep. Right. Because every other presidential candidate was all like, "Huh, Manila, Manila." Like Grace Poe was, like, "Oh yeah, we're going to save Manila." Blah blah blah. And like the our 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 current president ran on um, the idea that we are going to further decentralize. That way we can spread uh, we, we spread wealth, and if we spread wealth, then Manila naturally decongests itself. And um, the moment he took office. None of that. None of that happened, and now we are <laughs> reaping what we 
failed to sow. We we, we reap yeah. what we sow. The we we kind of lagged on this promise of decentralization, and Manila is a shitstorm. <gasps> I mean, and that was before that is Corona. The single thing, <laughs> and that is what really disappoints me about the president. Yeah, he I'll put that didn't one. follow through on his decentralization plan. I mean, I'm glad that now there are moves to have that Operation Balik Provincia or whatever it is. But like, it's it's so weird. A little too light, isn't that? Yeah, like, it is, it um, is so an weird that risk? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that project. What's the At this point, uh, I yeah. I yeah, mean, you like, know, if you listen to everyone, they say the cases are only in Cebu. It's like the areas where you realize, yeah, maybe because like this area has two test kits. I wonder why numbers aren't high here. So, Jao. Yeah, we're looking at, like, well, actually, here in Cebu, we have a really high number of cases. Most of them are Oh, yeah, because we actually have weights, which is because we can test them. I remember Negros, like, they literally <laughs> only got two test kits. Dang. Yeah. Two. It's like, oh, why is your number higher? Ah, uh, I don't know. We can't test anyone any further. We only have two. Shit. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. That, but then that, that, that whole bringing people back to the province... Um, sure, it's an infection like risk, but I'm I'm hoping that like after this whole thing is over, they follow through uh, with that idea because a lot, a lot, a lot of this, um, a lot of our problems could have been curbed if we had people more spread out. You know? Yeah. If if our population density, density is an was issue, regardless of the, the country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, uh, for this goes as a lockdown issue. The, the more that private, again, the private sector will be encouraged to figure out ways to decentralize by themselves. But there's the yeah. problem. Let's say we do make a plan. Then government comes in and says, oh, we need you to do it this way. But that makes no sense. But we need that way. But isn't that of government? What? Uh, I, mean, this, <laughs> I mean, it's like the simplest thing where they said, restaurants can open, but half capacity. Me knowing lots of restaurant owners. Why would we open? You know as you're not going to be in the black at all at half capacity. Or even, oh, they can do takeout. We are not a takeout place. We don't make our money that way. Or even my favorite one, oh, the hotels can take in guests, but there has to be one person per room. Who is this traveler you think exists? Even some of them said, like, oh, June 1, you can start accepting guests. Oh, yes, yes, you know, with the airports closed, no one really going around. What? Who am I talking to? <laughs> it's like they say, we... And with yeah, the quarantine, you can fix this, but but we need you to do it this way. But that's not how to fix it. This is why I'm libertarian. We're allowing you to operate. I'm trying to lean more libertarian more often every day. <laughs> taxation is theft. Come on, I just say taxation is theft. No, no. The thing is, like with taxation, taxation I just accept. Like, okay, sure, it can make things work. But pay. right now, yeah, <laughs> I will actually have to greet lots of friends. Right now, it felt like that because why? Two months yep. you place us under this, then you gave us nothing. Like, yeah, I mean, I've literally seen people online saying they're not planning to pay taxes. To which my like, I don't know the taxes you can be paying right now. We're not doing really anything. If if, if they <laughs> wanted to, you know, I I I'd, I'd go to. I wouldn't pay my okay. Um, <laughs> if I were don't so inclined, <laughs> <laughs> if I were so inclined, <laughs> I would neglect to pay my income tax, go straight to Barangay Luz and give them a thousand peso bill like house to house. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, you know, we're now going to announce the uh, alleged campaign. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's just that thing. Like, if you want to solve the problem, give us the blank check to do what we have to do. We'll figure out what works. 
Uh, and even this thing, what I hate most is everyone saying that, oh, this has never happened before, there is no case study that works. I was so upset with that because there was a case study, I think, as early as 2007, 2008, which was the Crimson Blood case study, which was <laughs> from Warcraft. World of Warcraft, which is exactly what the pandemic was. Like, yeah. But they said, no, we don't have a case. I am 100% sure we have a case study. Oh, no, this is entirely pretty sure it's not. Nobody has seen this before. Oh, well. Like, uh, what about WoW? What about WoW? <laughs> Clearly, none of them are gamers. You see, that's... It's that thing there, because the pandemic researchers found that case in WoW so interesting because they got to see, oh, so this is how something could spread. And they're wanting, you know, but oh people God. wouldn't spread things intentionally. What are you talking about? People gonna spread things intentionally, or sometimes even unintentionally. You know, like shocked me, like in Cebu, like the simplest thing. As soon as I heard it was a virus thing, uh, me th- okay, I guess we'll set up like uh, alcohol and sanitizer. Why? It kills the virus a lot faster. Obviously, you can't do things with the bacteria. Like, oh, you need thermal guns. Yeah. Why? Why? Just like, check oh, your- you're like this hey? person's sick. Okay, guys. So, who did you talk to the last two weeks? Y'all screwed now. <laughs> That's sort of how oh. it's supposed to be done, though. Yep. Whoever is, is so- whoever is sick, you ask who they talk to, and then you go to that person that they talk to and test them. True, but then what happens there is you just have this infinite number of people. It just becomes... Uh, I forgot the term for it. It just becomes exponential. Like, okay, he talked to one person, and he yeah, talked to the other yeah. person, talked to this person. The test kits at that time were really non-existent. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so the idea was, oh... This one person who did this, okay? All the people you ever talked to, you're now quarantined. <laughs> oh, we don't have a facility for this. Ah, well, that sucks. I don't know what to do next. Stay home. It, yep, so even now, it says, okay, guys, we know there's case here. We have locked it down. <laughs> and then my next question is, okay, so what's, pla- so what's next step? What do you mean next step? <laughs> like, ah, you didn't think it this far ahead, I see. Well, you see, you can't just lock it's people down indefinitely. that nobody has thought about Are you this, sure? this far. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's another thing that frustrates me so much, dude. Because it, it some feels like... just going YOLO. It feels YOLO. like... Um, it feels like uh, a lot of people in the government, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, there were people that thought otherwise, but it and feels that's it. like um, they looked at other countries and saw the lockdown part of how they dealt with coronavirus and and the lockdown became what they felt was the solution to the problem i mean it was step one of the pro step one or two of the solution yeah yeah there was the follow-up though which was having enough facilities to handle what to do next because then let's say that uh we have the facilities in cebu thing is we don't know what the case is in the other islands which again this is not a complication in the philippines we're an archipelago Manila Actually, that makes it so much you know that makes it so much easier be- though like if they're isolated you know. yes but what if they're infected suddenly you don't know where it spreads again yeah, especially so you remember when they said the lockdown. lockdown will take place in this thing then there was that mad rush of everyone leaving the city yeah i love that one yeah there was 48 hours where everyone was... Yeah, 48 hours to escape Manila. Go. <laughs> and everyone is that like... Was funny, a dude. flood of people <laughs> leaving Manila, practically squashed in buses, infecting everybody as they go. Yeah, oh so my like, God, dude. Well... Manila... I mean, like, Miko, Cebu has yeah. done a marginally better job than Manila. It's so frustrating to look at Manila, right? Yeah. And to think that, that... No, the only thing I hate about what we're doing here is our border control. That's really annoying me right now. But like the rest of oh, it, at least annoying? we tried to set up 
quarantine facility. Like, yep, we tried. That is the key phrase. <laughs> you know, tried. Um, we have like testing. Like, it isn't as extensive as it probably should be, but there is testing. Oh. You know. Yep. And at least people here are finding some sort of solution. Like, there are some doctors who have proposed uh, some quote-unquote home remedies that may work, which I will not state in this podcast because I don't want to encourage anyone to use things that are still under testing. This is the unrecommended injection of cleaning products. No, no, no. In fairness, like, what, what what they said was actually made a lot of sense because it seems like an old school remedy. But I get where the doctors are coming from. Their, their ideas of testing right now is if we can give you some sort of home remedy, at least we can try to give people in these tight areas some sort of method to keep going. Because at this point, yeah. it is how do you survive this by not Pretty dying? Much. I see. <laughs> Even businesses, be much. I hate the buzzwords right now. It's like for a business drive, you must be agile. You must be able what? to pivot. You must be able to do this. Like, look, look. The way you want to survive is. Do you have liquid right now? Are you very liquid? Do you have cash money? Yeah. You might survive. What about you? Got nothing. You're screwed, sir. <laughs> so stay home and die there. Well, Pretty much. Although, you, you know, a yeah. lot of the people in Cebu, for whatever reason, are asymptomatic. Yeah. The virus is evolving. Not sure why. We have a vi- I mean, it's a virus. Viruses <laughs> evolve. They really like mutate a lot. Right? That's, what, that's, what makes it, that's why when I first heard it's a virus, oh, that's going to be bad. It's like, oh, there's new strains. Yes, that's how a virus works. We need a cure. Yeah. We don't even have a cure for the common cold. But what about paracetamol and Declogen? That doesn't cure the cold. That just helps the symptoms for you to naturally get past the cold. It's I actually about, learned it's, it's more and more. People between, don't understand how it works. <laughs> it's like the difference between direct treatment and supportive care or something like yeah. that. Yeah. like people understand like most colds, most influenzas, what medicines we get aren't designed to quote-unquote cure you. It just helps you get through the entirety of it. They must survive the hit. You think, no, that's why some people are like, we're waiting for a cure. Um, good luck with that. We're waiting for a vaccine. It's a flu. Guess uh, what? You have a co- guess what? If you get your flu shots, guess what you can still get? The flu. Flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's like more and more like, you people don't understand how this works and that's why it's problematic. <laughs> like that post I saw oh, two shit. months ago. Our entire survivability is based on the common sense of the other person. And I thought, oh, God, this is the cha- this is the apocalypse scenario we're looking at. You're relying on common the other person. Common sense is what's going to kill us. <laughs> or the lack thereof. Or, lack or thereof. the lack thereof. <laughs> you know, um, more and more, I'm thinking Sweden got it right, dude. <laughs> Let the old people What's, die? What did they have just, in Sweden? Just, just YOLO it up, dude. I mean, that's pretty you much what, like, South Dakota did. If you die, you die. If he dies, oh, yeah, that's what's he happening dies. to us here too. <laughs> that's sort of yeah. That, that's sort of what Sweden did, right? They were they were like yeah, but you know, there's social distance. I, I was arguing with Joe about this that Sweden open. has a much easier time social distancing because they don't have the seventy two people per square meter. No, not just that. Exactly. They're they are they are genuinely people who stay away from each other. In fairness, yeah, <laughs> to be fair, as a nature, and that's right. Like what the entire population of Sweden is smaller than Cebu, if I if I remember correctly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's, so it's there also the population big. density is... Yeah, you know, just YOLO it up, dude. 
Wait, so that's why there's low numbers in New Zealand too, because there's more um, more sheep or cattle. Yeah, there's more yeah, sheep people. people apparently. <laughs> I have no idea. If Not that's just true. that. They're so, they're an island so nation. So they're hyping it up. So if you block entry to the island, guess what? Yeah, you can probably stem the flow of it. I mean, they had Australia as the buffer, realizing, "Whoa, it's getting bad for those guys." Okay, time to close up everything, guys. I and mean, so far the, the only of an archipelago. We can just yeah, block but archipelago off each island. Yeah, but that means you have to give us our own way to just handle things, which at this point is becoming a little weird because some people are just in complete denial, while others are doing it really well. Yeah. Like, I know some layers in Bohol, I've just straight up said, we are not accepting any OFW's return. Why? Look, we have no cases here, and we don't want to risk it. You're on your own. I mean, and then with, with how they're sorry. treating the OFW's, well, they're better off in their home country. <laughs> You know, oh my god, that's you, so you know, depressing. The uh, reason you, you, you why you get repatriated there. You know Sorry. what's the worst? Um, you first, go on. The worst thing is that um, having a positive test result or having somebody that has COVID is something that, like, we're creating lepers, essentially, from, yeah. like, right? It's we're on an island. Right? Now... Um, I, I, I mentioned this on the podcast before. Barangay Luz uh, was a was essentially a leper colony. Um, yeah, but the funny thing is, he, having the coronavirus isn't an automatic death sentence. In fact, like as I understand it here in Cebu, um, it's just silently been making its way through our population, and you know. Um, I mean, right now, like the, there's lots of talk on what the actual fatality rate is. Because, like, uh, like, one numbers I actually like looking at is pretty much seeing the different countries, seeing the different rules and how they do testing. The only reason, like, I like going to CDC's numbers is because they do an insane amount of testing daily. So I said, okay, let's assume yours is the most accurate because you test way too many people repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that means that your death rate is actually 0.06%. Yeah. Because yeah, you base like- it off our testing, I think our testing is almost 8% fatality. Like, I don't think it's that deadly. I think we tested some amount of people. And we test at some point where we're only going to test you if we absolutely are sure you got this. Yeah, which I find absolutely insane. Like <laughs> that's not the best way to test, right? Um, that's how you get a higher death rate. Yep. Yeah. Look, it's so high. Are you testing people on your deathbed? Maybe. Nope. What's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you were hoping for a miracle. <laughs> that's why I like Cebu's response because we we don't only test those that have symptoms. Yeah, at this point, we are trying to test as much people as we can. And hopefully the test kits we're using are accurate because I'm hearing really different stories about the actual accuracy of our test kits. Some saying oh. it's 60% accurate, some saying it's 90, some saying it's 10%. It's like, um, uh-huh. I mean, right now, like, <laughs> yeah. because of the whole, can you guys solve the problem, private sector? There are some people just going, you know what? We might just open and not care if people come to find us. And I feel like it will hit that point in either June or July where people are like, we don't have enough frontliners to cite you. I w- are the yeah, courts even it, working? Uh, sort of. Like, if you were to get, like, fined or cited, what happens there? <laughs> How does a social distance court work? Do you do it over Zoom? I do remember <laughs> that the Supreme Court actually held a session on Zoom, it might have been. Maybe that be... That's why, how does that work? Because you can't social distance in the courtroom. I've seen our courtrooms here. They're not exactly large yeah, places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here in here in the courts in the Cebu, um, they are trying, like, 
trials online as a thing. Ah. Like they're pilot testing it here. I don't know why. My first thing in my head was like a weird like Twitch version of like the courts where you have people just on the chat side. Order, order in the chats. <laughs> okay. Nope, nope. Do not yeah. super chat the jury. Do not super chat them. Do not give them money. Uh, I would probably watch yeah, like online it. court. That'd be amusing. Man, you know, our, um, our, our trials here are kind of boring. Yeah, but uh, once you add the whole, like, online streaming wait, things, why? you can, like, ec- make it extra interesting. They can yeah. stand, like, in Manila. Yeah, one of the judges takes the phone to the bathroom. You're gonna see how boring, like, court proceedings are because of, uh, it's called the judicial affidavit rule. So there's no more direct questioning of the witness. Oh, the witnesses. Oh, wow, the wit- okay. The witness's testimony is put on a piece of paper and is given to everybody. That sounds like a table and, case, man. Right? And then um, what the lawyer does is instead of questioning the witness, they will say, is this your signature on this piece of paper? And the witness says, yes. And, All right. So I consider my witness's testimony entered into the record. <laughs> you know, like, that's no fun. Uh, actually, I'm wondering, with like, social distancing things, can you still serve a subpoena like a physical one? Or is there issues there? Is there? You can probably do it like social distancy. Like give it like via like a long grabber stick. Take this. Take this. Yeah, like 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 if you if if you had um, McDonald's delivered recently, right? You just point to like a place on your porch or whatever, and like Put there's money the bag there. Back down and step away. Yeah, dude. That's sort of how I would imagine a subpoena served now. <laughs> Here's the subpoena. You acknowledge that you see me putting it down. I shall now observe at within two meters away that you have taken the said summons and such. Can't you just send an email? Isn't that, like, much more useful? Or you just can't send, like, a digital subpoena? You're going to confirm serve? I feel, I feel like this, the, emails, like the email will be the most accurate that you know you can't say you didn't get it. See, the easy way to do oh, it yeah. is to pretend to be a Grab driver or a Lala Move <laughs> and, or Lazada. It's like, hey, you ordered something. Here it is. Oh, I'm so you amazed. Got I ordered Lazada stuff and I got it. Right? I mean, sure, it yeah, wasn't in the country, but yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> I have not. No. Pretend to be a Lazada what delivery. I have not. You forgot you ordered this. <laughs> a court summon surprise. I have not ordered anything outside the country yet, but yeah, I'm surprised that I ordered like three wires that <laughs> arrived. Why wires? Because I really didn't want to spend much on something that might just disappear. Yeah, well, I'm like. I'm actually like using. <laughs> I'm actually using Lazada to build my, like, streaming setup. And by streaming setup, I mean, like, online teaching. My, my quote-unquote oh, classroom. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That is, like, something I have to build for my nephew. Uh, I have to build a quote-unquote classroom for him in the house because uh, I think majority of his school year is going to be online classes. Yeah, man. It's Every- so screwed up. Everybody's going to have a video conferencing studio in their homes in the future. Yeah, dude. Yep. I got, like, a light and... Like, I need to build mine. Got a yeah, green is there a screen? way to? I got. Is there a, a way to get a green I've, I've screen? Had, I've had a green screen for some time now. Dang! Just never there use it because we don't do video on channel fourteen. Um, Not yet. What else did I get? <laughs> but on channel fifteen, <laughs> like, a, like like a nice like a, a nice camera and like you know. Yeah. Ah, I never thought that I'm gonna, cyberpunk. I'm, I'm, would be I'm gonna our need a, No, it's a apparently it's a no, quarantine dystopia. Well, Wait, cyberpunk. Dystopian pandemic? You mean, pandemic is that like dystopia? the, the, the future of the 12 monkeys? Is that that movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's sick with some virus. Well, all, all I know is like Cyberpunk 
2077 can let you customize your junk. Every everybody like check your chimps if they start talking because I mean if, if they want the planet junk. they can have it. <laughs> so junk. <laughs> you guys can have Trump. You guys so the, the apes are coming together. Social distance, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep away from melee range. Apes together, sick. Keep apart, two meters at least. <laughs> Gosh, what oh. a weird future. In in just one year, we changed fashion. Oh, okay. yeah. Three months we changed fashion. Uh, you know, speaking uh, of fashion, uh, Burger King has this like new hat that has a social distancing thing. I saw it on Facebook a few minutes ago, man. <laughs> like a huge taco hat. Oh, uh, speak, gosh, speaking about crazy. fashion, you're going stealing Martin's line. Speaking about fashion, there was this uh, observation that there is an inverse correlation between, or there, there's a correlation between like skirt length and economic prosperity. Like the shorter the, more, the skirt, the more economic. Yeah, the the shorter. The, you have my attention. Uh, the shorter, Go on. The shorter the skirt. The more prosperous your economy. Dang, Japan. Ooh. Or like the more the more quote unquote modestly dressed, the the worse shape your economy is in. Because they're not progressive. Clothes are oppressing. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't remember like where I read that. But you know, so I feel like in the twenties, um fashion Man, was so this case. Amish. And then it got a little bit it got a little bit uh Skirts got longer during the 1930s in the U.S. or something, and now we ah, have the Great people Depression. like you know, and now we have people like covering themselves up more. I don't know. I mean, I can somewhat just understand that, I that just because there. I mean, I get the idea there because the idea of why fashion shows prosperity is that means you have time to be more to have more leisure and to express yourself differently. I mean, I think that's one way they show like when the civilization is really set up well is when they have things like jewelry, makeup. Why? Because that means they had free time to do other stuff and not just try to survive. Whereas if you're not that way, you just want very utilitarian things. Like, why so do I need this thing? This makes more sense. The, the oh, state shall uh, provide. By the way, speaking about uh, speaking about clothing, man, the, the the term tank top comes from.